Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I am your host, Rose Jimenez, and I am a Reiki master, teacher, and shihan, and I'd like to welcome you all to the show. We're on every Thursday at 9 p.m. We may be changing and making it a bit earlier, 8 p.m., um, I'm looking for, how can we put it? I'm looking for a suggestion. So if any of you who are listening would like to suggest a time for the show, because sometimes, you know, 9 p.m. on weeknight, which Thursday is, is a little too late for some people. And I really want to make sure that the show and its wonderful guests and it's interesting information is available to all people, although the shows are archived. So if you've missed any of the shows, just go into the um, marquee for Violet Reiki Radio, and if you click on archived, there's a whole bunch of uh, older shows and archived versions of those shows, and you can play them and listen to them at your convenience. Not a live show where you can call in and participate in the show uh, or speak to myself and or guest, but still, um, you know, you can access the shows. But anyway, you know, you can find me on uh, Facebook as Violet Rose for Violet Rose Reiki. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, what's the other one I'm forgetting? <laughs> Uh, but Facebook and Twitter, you know, you should be able to find me and just drop me a message and say, I heard the show and yeah, I think seven, eight, whatever would be a, a, a better time than nine or not. Or say, keep it at nine. It's great. It works out really well with my schedule. So, um, just let me know. Now, without further ado, I would like to thank, as always, the founders of the Seika Network. 
for giving me this wonderful opportunity to bring this show to the public each week where we talk about Reiki and all things surrounding Reiki and the practice of Reiki and the founder of Reiki, Sensei Mikao Sui. And, um, you know, and if you, again, if you have any suggestions, by all means, drop me, drop me a line. You can email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com or you can PM me or contact me on Facebook. As I said, Violet Rose or Violet Rose Reiki. Reiki is a universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. The Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, personal, and spiritual development. If you ask me, Reiki is just the bomb, as they say. It's great. It is the best thing. It's the best thing that has ever hit my life. And due to Reiki, I have met a wonderful, uh, many wonderful people, many wonderful teachers, fantastic mentors, colleagues, uh, all these wonderful, wonderful people that I had the pleasure of meeting and, and talking with, and especially through this show. Um, I mean, we have had people on this show who I would never have had a, a um, an opportunity to talk to if it were not for Violet Reiki Radio. I mean, some of my past guests who will be on again sometime are, just to name a few, Franz Stina of the International House of Reiki in Australia. Uh, Marie Hall, who practices, she's a Reiki master teacher and a Jigadin practitioner, and she's in Houston, Texas. And then we have my dear friend Ricky Merrill Friedman in Pennsylvania. Um, Robert Fueston, who is down in Tennessee. My dear friend Kathy Lipinski. Uh, we've had Janet Street Arrow, John Harry Chernan, Nina L. Paul. She's the author of Reiki for Dummies, which is a great book. Um, Yogin Hakata Kaller and Kathleen Prasad. We've had Pamela Miles on Reiki Master Teacher and Author. We've had Lisa Aston on. We've had Ginny Macklis, my dear friend. She was also on the show, as was um, Lorraine Vecchia, the angel reader. We had Dr. Joshua Siegel. Yanni Maniakis, my friend. We've had him on. Uh, we've had the founders of the Love Foundation, Harold Becker and John Golds. We've had the esteemed and well-respected and adored Dr. Sheldon Mark Feldman from Columbia Presbyterian speaking about his work on breast cancer and how he uses Reiki in his operating room. And we've had his working partner, uh, Raven Keys and Reiki Master, 
and Raven was on the show, and I am happy to announce again, because I'm so proud of what she's doing, and I'm so blown away with what she's doing. Raven Keys has a medical Reiki medical Reiki master course that I've taken. I am now certified as a medical Reiki master, as are about 50 other people. And this is a course that is mind-blowing. She's a wonderful teacher. And Raven is working with Dr. Feldman to get Reiki accepted and used in most, if not all, of the hospitals worldwide. And right now they're focusing on the United States. And they're going to be um, many more classes coming. Keep your eyes peeled and keep a watch on Raven and keep a watch on Violet Reiki, uh, Violet Rose Reiki, because we are, we are, you know, bringing this to light and making sure that everyone knows. Because I'm sure those of you who are Reiki practitioners are getting, who have Reiki practices, getting the same questions I'm getting. Do you take insurance? And um, we don't, you know, as of now, Reiki practitioners cannot take insurance. It's not something that the insurance companies are covering. But uh, thank God, um, Raven and Lisa Marini Wilson with Dr. Feldman and John Keyes, they're all working on developing the parameters for the medical Reiki study as well as developing an intern program for the medical Reiki masters to gain experience working in the operating room. So once these parameters of the study are finalized, uh, we're going to start fundraising uh, information, and it's all happening. And as we said, thanks so much to Dr. Feldman and Raven and the group of uh, as I like to call it, the dream team of the medical Reiki masters. So keep an eye and an ear out because um, this is very progressive for Reiki, and it's, quite frankly, it's about time. Uh, Reiki has helped many people. Those of you who are practitioners and, and or go and get regular Reiki treatments know that it really needs to be available uh, to all. And it's a great movement, I really have to say. Um, for more information, visit my website, which is violetrosereiki.com. And as I said prior, send an email to me if you have any questions uh, to rose at violetrosereiki.com. And also on Facebook, speaking of making uh, Reiki available to all, I have a page called Reiki Ward, which was formed four years ago. We started Reiki Ward, and it was formed to provide distance Reiki healing for free for humans and animals all over the world. This is a global Reiki treatment program so that everyone has access to Reiki. And Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum, and we also place requests on our healing crystal grid for 24-7 energy work, and healing. 
And uh, we're very proud of Reiki Ward. It has done wonderful things. As I saw today, someone had mentioned Reiki Ward in a comment and said, you know, we get wonderful results. We do. Not because it's my my baby, but it is the truth that Reiki Ward gets fantastic results. We can't get perfect results 100%. I mean, a lot of times people come to us or, you know, requests are posted and the person is critically, sometimes fatally uh, hurt or ill and there's not much we can do about it. But the one thing that we are happy about and um, gives us peace is that we know that the person who is receiving the Reiki while they're transitioning, because this is what needs to happen uh, with that soul, they do cross over much more easily, much more peacefully, and there's no fear and no fight. And what a better way to cross over. So, um, as I said, check us out. If you uh, put in the information box where you would look someone up on Facebook, just type in Reiki Ward and it will come up. And you just, if you have a request for Reiki, um, just type in your request the same way you would post something to a friend's Facebook page. Just type in what you need. Uh, healing for you, healing for a family member, healing for your dog, your cat. We do everything and everyone. <laughs> we've had dogs, we've had cats, we've had um, oh god, we've had some, we've had horses. Um, we we've we've kind of done it all. So just post as you would a regular post, and we'll get on it ASAP. A lot of times, if you guys post late at night, midnight, or after, um, the admins sleep. And we get to it the following morning, so don't worry. We will get to your request. That being said, um, tonight's show is called Reiki, much more than hands-on healing. In Reiki practice, one will... Oh, let me, before I get started, if you want to call in and you're listening to the show, uh, you want to call into the studio and chat with me or talk about Reiki or whatever, um, the number here is 347-677-0699. And um, that being said, you know, I really, I'm not sure. I'm not absolutely positively certain of this. But I do believe... Violet Reiki Radio is coming up on its second year anniversary. I think we're the longest running Reiki show here on Block Talk Radio. But as I said, I'm not absolutely positively sure. Uh, anyway, back to the show. As I was saying, in Reiki practice, one will often come across situations where, for various reasons, one cannot use the basic form of hands-on treatment. and the reason why I'm bringing this up today, because we hear about Reiki and it's all hands-on, hands-on, hands-on treatment, hands-on, uh, which is hands-on, but there are other methods as well. In some cases, such as where the client is suffering from burns or an open wound of some sort, the need for hands-on contact can be circumvented 
by giving treatment with the hands held a few inches off the surface of the body, which puts your hands in the aura of the person, but not physically on their physical body. And um, I notice the more I practice, the more I kind of, I just hover. It's really, I'm really not on the body all the time. Uh, a lot of times I'm on the body when I'm up near the head. And then as we get, we go further down, I'm in that area. I'm in that, that aura area about a half inch to an inch above the physical body. And I'm there generally for the rest of the session. A lot of times I will physically place my hand on the person's hand when I'm at that spot. And uh, it's funny because I've had people say to me, you know, when you took my hand, that feeling of physical touch did so much for me. It, it just made me feel so good and I, I needed that, you know, so badly. So, you know, a lot of people crave the physical touch and have not had it throughout their life. So just touching their hands, you know, does, does so much for them. But again, you can finish the session. You don't necessarily need to physically touch the person's body. So, um, you know, an inch or two off the body is fine. Now, there are situations where even close proximity of the hands, even though not touching the client, can have potentially traumatic effects in various, um, this is that, you know, forms of abuse come to mind. If a person was abused, physically abused, or if a person has some kind of illness of the nerves or whatever, they, they just do not want to be touched. Uh, that's fine. You can still you can still provide Reiki to that person. And um, there are certain methods that can be used, and some of them are kokiho, which is healing with the breath, and that can be used effectively, as well as yoshiho, which is healing with the eyes. And Heso Chiyoho, which is another method we will get to. And so you don't really need to touch the person. So I am going to take a quick break and be right back with these different methods of Reiki. And again, if you'd like to call in, the number here is 
Hi, and we're back. I hope you all enjoyed that song, that little wonderful uh, Gokai song, as it is called. That song was written by my colleague Colin Powell, who is a Jikidin practitioner over in the UK. And um, Jikidin is another form of Reiki uh, from Japan as is uh, the Reiki that I also practice, which is Komyo Reiki Kai. And uh, just an announcement, uh, my colleague over in California, Cerise, is um, a practitioner and a teacher of Komyo Reiki Kai, and her name is Cerise LaCour, and her practice is called the Auburn Reiki Center in Auburn, California. And she is really doing well, and her practice is growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, if you'd all keep the California area, California, Washington, Oregon, that area in your prayers, and if you are a Reiki practitioner, please send Reiki, because the fires going on there are really, once again, unbelievable and doing lots and lots of damage. So we want to send Reiki love and light to that area, the entire western coast of California. I have quite a few friends over there, and uh, we really don't want to see them have to evacuate their homes. So um, send some Reiki to California, to the well, the west coast. And I thank you in advance. Um, now, some of the energy techniques, Reiki techniques that can be used, as as we mentioned at the outset of the show, um, not using hands, but using the breath. A lot of people don't realize that you can send Reiki from your breath, and it works just as well as if you are sending Reiki from your hands or your palms or whatever you want to call it. There's one method, it's called Kokiho, and it means the way of healing with the breath. This technique does not seem to have directly survived somehow in Takata Sensei's teaching. It is, it indirectly appears in many attunement sets where the Reiki master blows the energy or the symbols into the student. This technique is very useful to treat people that cannot be touched, such as a burn or accident victim. It's also useful for those who do not want touch, as in someone that has been abused or has some other kind of physical medical condition wherein they cannot be physically touched. This is a focused way of healing with the breath. After connecting to Reiki, you breathe in through the nose and gently blow out through the mouth with lips pursed. Almost like blowing a kiss, if you will. If you are unsure how to do this, watch a smoker inhale and then watch the lips form a small round opening that the breath flows through. Personally, I like the kiss reference <laughs> when, when you pucker your lips to blow a kiss. Not the smoking reference. But um, anyway, when you do this, feel the Reiki as you breathe in. 
Some actually see the Reiki as a white light or mist that they are breathing in. And then it's almost like when you're practicing Hatsureho and you're bringing in the light, you're bringing in the Reiki and you're sending it down to your tension and then it's coming out through from that area and the Reiki is going through the body, out through the pores and out. And in this respect, it's becoming out of your mouth. So it's very good. Um, it's very good. It's the healing with the breath. And I know sometimes when I'm working on someone, this has happened uh, quite a few times, I will be holding the person's head or up over the eyes or in the position over the te- you know over the temple. And as I'm doing those positions, some other part of the client's body will call my attention and a lot of times it's like a left foot or a left ankle or knee and obviously if I'm at the person's head I can't get to a left or even a right Uh, I can't get to a knee an ankle or a foot at the same time with my hands okay but I can simultaneously be doing hands-on healing at the head and breathe with my breath below the Reiki energy to the person's foot, ankle, knee, thigh, whatever other body part is on the lower end of the body um, and send Reiki that way. So, you know, this person is getting two forms of Reiki at the same time, which is great. Um the other method is Yoshiho, and that is healing with the eyes, or as they say in the um, in the uh, book written by William Rand, the International Center of Reiki Training, beaming. It's you're using beaming, and this is a way and a technique of healing with the eyes. This technique does not seem to have survived into Kata Sensei's teachings also. Energy flows from the entire body. You experience this directly when doing Joshin Kokiho, which is a section and a part of what I referred to before, Hatsureho. It is said that energy emanates most strongly from the hands. And this is why touch healing, known as Teate, is taught first in Reiki. Energy also emanates strongly from the eyes and breath. And as I said, those two references to the eyes and breath and the techniques using eyes and breath is they're not really widely spoken about. And even, you know, I, I teach them in my class, I'm sure, and the other Reiki uh, master teachers and, and Shihans teach this, but for some reason it's not talked about a lot. This technique teaches you to send Reiki with the eyes. As in Koki Ho, this technique is very useful to treat people that cannot be touched, such as a burn, accident, or abuse victim. The essential part of this technique is that the look 
is compassion. And for those with religious backgrounds, think of a look that you've seen in a religious picture. Um, I had a, I had a friend whose son would refer to a friend of theirs as, "Oh, mommy, she has saint's eyes." <laughs> and I'm like, what does he mean by saint's eyes? And, and what he meant was someone who had eyes that were so beautiful and compassionate and loving that when he looked at her, that's what he saw, saint's eyes. And, and he told us, he's like, yeah, you know, that lady has saint's eyes. So eyes of compassion, the look of compassion. Um, also, you could think of the many photos that you've seen of Quan Yin, the goddess Quan Yin, who is uh, the goddess of unconditional love and compassion. This look is not a stare. But rather, it's a a soft, relaxed, defocused or unfocused look, and it is said that all Reiki is compassionate action and loving kindness. The essence of your being is loving kindness for all. Your look is total compassion, Reiki radiating out from the eyes. <clears throat> and speaking of compassion here and, and Reiki, being compassion and being love, um, I don't know if all of you have heard the story or most of you, but I'll tell you, there was a baby who was born, and I believe the baby, the doctors thought the baby was stillborn and, and was dead upon arrival, so to speak. And the mother requested that they place the baby on her chest, very tiny baby, I remember it was, and um, placed the baby on her chest. And as the mother held the baby on her chest and just continued to breathe normally, uh, I don't remember the time frame, but the baby then exhibited actions which showed everyone that the baby was indeed not stillborn, but was alive. And it's thought by many that the vibration, the energy, if you will, of the mother and of the mother's love, the mother's heartbeat and the mother's unconditional, compassionate, loving kindness and love is what brought that baby around to rally to show the world, hey, I'm I'm not gone. I'm still here. And the power of love is miraculous. It's miraculous. It's beautiful. It's healing. And the Reiki has been likened to love. Reiki is love. I would go one step further to say that Reiki is compassionate, loving unconditional love or compassionate kind and unconditional love because Reiki is a lot like a mother's love and since Reiki is a spiritual energy you can also say this is the love of divine source and that's what makes Reiki so miraculous Now, this technique of the Reiki, rating out from the eyes, 
is really simplicity itself. Because all you need to do is simply look at where you wish to send the Reiki. That's it. You know, oftentimes people are giving Reiki and, and that ego gets in the way. Reiki is such a simple practice. And it has been complicated by all kinds of things, by all kinds of statements, by all kinds of philosophies. I, I don't even know where to begin with this, but lately it seems that people are taking Reiki and adding on to it, not only adding practices and, and different things to it, but which are not Reiki. I mean, you do not need crystals to perform Reiki. A lot of people use crystals with Reiki. I'm one of them, okay? But I always stress to my students, and even when I'm teaching, you don't need crystals to do Reiki. You don't need a lot of props to do Reiki. You don't need any props. You just need your hands, your eyes, intent, okay? And um, all you need to do is connect to Reiki, and you are Reiki. So, you know, Usui Sensei, when he practiced Reiki and even when they had the large earthquake in Japan and he was healing person after person after person, all he did it, all he did was be Reiki and then hands on and, and eyes and breath and that was it. Not even a, a table, you know, people were in the street, people were lying on the ground and he was doing Reiki. Um, so, with your eyes relaxed, radiating with loving kindness and compassion, and this beautiful, healing, miraculous Reiki energy, feel the Reiki flow through your eyes to the person you are treating. See or visualize the energy flowing into the area where you are looking, and just very simply... Be Reiki. You can move to various places to treat or simply know and intend that it goes where it will. That's why we call Reiki the intelligent energy because you don't have to direct it. You don't have to tell it what to do. You don't have to do anything else but just be Reiki, flow with the Reiki, and it will take over the rest. It knows what to do. It's spiritually guided. You don't have to guide it. It's, it's guided by itself. It's an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It has its own wisdom. It doesn't need you to tell it how to heal, how to balance. Like he doesn't need your help. So just be a clear channel. And just let the Reiki flow. I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez. 
your source for all things Reiki, in love, light, and healing. And we're back, and I got a swig of water, which I'm very appreciative of. I was losing my voice, but um, now I'm back. I'm fine. I can talk on. <laughs> the next uh, practice we're going to talk about is Heso Chi Yoho. And it's a way of navel healing. Now, um, as you know, or maybe you don't know, but the hara. And the hara is the area about two inches below your navel. And this is, it, it's also, it's called the hara. It's also called the tan tien or sometimes the dan tien. Uh, if you practice any kind of energy uh, work. Uh, those of you who do martial arts, you'll know. Uh, a lot of you energy workers will know about this because it is thought to be the center of your being. The navel sits above this area and is thought, and, is, and thus, this is considered to be an important point in, all, in, in healing all diseases. Now, you would begin by standing next to the person to be treated. Perform gasho and calm the mind and center yourself. Doing the breathing with the gasho technique is a good way to connect with Reiki and be mindful. State your intent by saying, I now begin heso chuyo ho. Place one hand over the navel with the tip of the middle finger in the navel. Feel for the pulse. When you feel the pulse, you are becoming resonant with the universal energy. Continue for about five minutes or so until you feel relaxed and in balance and in harmony. Finish by doing gasho and giving thanks. One more method is Uchite Chiryoho, which is the technique of patting with the hands. This technique is common to many forms of Qigong and is used to help increase energy flow. It is used where there is numbness or blockage. The force used in patting is light to medium and it is not percussive. It is a soft pat to a light slap. The intent of this technique is not to massage the area, but rather to stimulate the body and allow the Reiki energy to penetrate into the body. Now, it's funny that they mentioned this technique is used a lot in Qigong, because I'm sure if any of you have gone to these... Um, spa places, these Asian spa uh, massage places that advertise they do reflexology and they will give you a foot massage. Um, I'm sure you've seen this because the people who do the massage on the feet 
I know in mine, you go for a foot massage and you're there for an hour and they're really treating your whole body because what they do is they do certain points on your body, shoulders, the arms, the neck, the head, um, in addition to the feet, which you went in for a foot massage and you come out and you feel as though you've had a a, a total body massage. Um, I love my place over here. But um, they do that down on the legs. They, they do the foot massage, the reflexology, whatever they're doing. And then they start working up from your feet and they start going up your leg, your ankles, your shin, your, you know, coming up the calf. And they're doing this, you know, this, this tapping. They're, they're just tapping. And as they do that, you can feel the circulation. You, you can feel the energy moving in your legs. And it feels terrific, and it's very uh, curative if you have any leg issues or, or whatever, um, because it really helps create wonderful circulation in that area. That a lot of people have problems with circulation of the legs and, and what have you. So it's a wonderful uh, technique. So let's see, is there another one? Um well these are these are these are definitely hands on but they're different techniques like Oshite Chiryoho is a pushing technique and this is done for stiff areas where there's a tightness and this causes a loosening. Simply push with the fingertips, let the energy flow through your fingertips into the stiff areas. And um that's another way of which is just not laying your hands on. And if you're in this technique, you're pushing your fingertips. And, and you're, yeah. Again, circulatory-wise, this is a good practice. Um, a lot of people don't really use or, or know what gasho is. And gasho is the practice of putting your both hands in prayer position. And taking a breath and sending a lot of times when I work in the corporate world, I do that just to get my center because when you have a lot of craziness happening, um, you need to find your center. So, using this ritual gesture of gasho, which is Placing the hands together in front of the chest, and you can use it with a prayer, or you can just do the action with the intent of calming yourself. Technically, Gashu is Japanese for palms of the hands placed together, and um just just that action brings a calmness to you. And if your intent is to be calm and get yourself calm, it does help. And I would just do gasha and say, you know, I now do gasha. I am centering myself and bringing balance to my entire body. And that was just like a huge breath a fresh air, peace, and calmness, you know. Um, and gasha, in effect, means 
all of the above. It's a greeting like, you know, namaste. It means gratitude, a thank you. Uh, it's a form of reverence or even an apology. So, as I said, it's very good for centering oneself. And um, so there you have it, the different forms of Reiki, which you can use and should be used in conjunction with hands-on healing. And, um, you know, you never know when you need to do something different. And speaking of that, you know, logging on tonight to the show, <laughs> um, you know, the, the studio, the switchboard, all kinds of things here on Blog Talk Radio are um, constantly changing lately. And as you all know, most of us like to be left alone in our own little comfort zone and don't like change. And, you know, a lot of people don't like learning anything new with all the upgrades and stuff. And, uh, hey, I'm famous for it myself. I don't upgrade my iPhone because... Every time I do that, I don't know how to work the iPhone again, which is really not not too good. But um, <laughs> but tonight, getting through this, I realized something. Um, change is good. Change is really good, and we should all embrace change. Yeah, everybody wants to be nice and snug and cozy with their blankie and their and and their you know favorite stuffed animal or what have you, uh, and not be bothered. However. It doesn't really help your mind and your circulation, mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, the best thing is different, change, new things, because that makes the blood run. That that you know keeps you alive, and that keeps the life force moving, going, and growing. So. Um, you know, we really, change is good. Change is very good. And for those of you who don't really like change and, and learning new things, then uh, try it. Step out of the comfort zone. Try it. You'll like it, as they used to say. Because, um, you know, if you don't move, if you don't move mentally and physically, uh, you just, you just, Stagnate. And really, do you want to stagnate? Think of stagnant water. Do you want that to be you? No. So keep learning and keep growing and keep doing and keep moving. Uh, it, it's a good thing. And um, like I said, it's, uh, you want to. You want to keep improving yourself. You want to keep growing intellectually, spiritually, personally, developing. You want to develop yourself and be the best you can be. Reiki is also, as much as it's a hands-on healing and a healing technique, it's a personal and spiritual growth technique. And this way we all can be the best that we can be. And... um why not? Next week, 
next Thursday, September 3rd, we are going to have my dear friend uh, as a guest, Barbara Califano Badler. Probably ruined your last name, Barbara. I'm sorry. But Barbara is uh, the owner at Barbara Califano Badler, teacher and energy healer. She is the co-founder at White Light Productions, and she is coordinator of cultural arts at Town of Hempstead. She's wonderful. So tune in next week when my friend uh, Barbara is going to be on Violet Reiki Radio. And Monday, August 31st, you can meet Barbara and she's going to be at Robert Moses Field 5 in Fire Island. And this is the Relax Me Mondays at the beach. And Relax Me Mondays guest is going to be another lovely, wonderful friend of mine, Gina Simone. Gina is a top-rate psychic medium. She will amaze you. She's a lovely soul, a lovely person. I mean, she is a great, great medium. So if you can go to Relax Me Mondays, next Monday, August 31st, at Fire Island, Robert Moses Field 5, go. Have a great time. Learn, grow, experience. And I'll be back here next week with Barbara as my guest on September 3rd. So I wish everybody a beautiful evening and an upcoming lovely fantastic, healthy, happy weekend. And we'll be back here next week. Have a great evening, everybody. Good night.